There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the grand final. He's got the ball. Jones Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Today I'm joined once again by Natty from the Weekly Rubdown. Natty, what's happening? Uh, not much, mate. Just um, just gearing up, getting ready to um, toggle fuck my side again and, uh, and yeah, get ready for uh, the next round, mate. I suppose you uh, took the missus out for a few dinners over the weekend? Absolutely not. I watched every fucking second of the football. It was fantastic. Mate, I sat there on Thursday night and I put on every same game multi you could ever imagine and absolute duck eggs. Yep, I was exactly the same, mate. I was just excited to just, I probably, I was the same, I probably put on about six same game multis and by the end of it, I didn't know whether I was coming or going, what I bet on, who, what try scorers, I was just happy to be there, mate. I got to uh, I got to Saturday the five thirty and the Tigers and as you know I've been uh, eating Harry Grant's ass for the last fucking two years so I had to get on him first try he was at about forty one dollars and I just thought oh that is massive overs so I made a decent investment there and oh good god you should have seen me when he went over wow that's what dreams are made of baby I uh, I had Harry Grant and then I got. Um, kick out the next day, first try, and I got Tom Travojevic in the last game. So I got three first try scorers. So I think I was about three from 100 bets and somehow ended up a mozza just from those three. Was flying. That's unbelievable. Now, you're not going to listen to me, uh, but it's time to put the pun away. You'll never do better than that. It's time to, to hang up the boots. They've been hung well and truly. It's <laughs> never getting better. I'm well aware of it. God, it hurts. Yeah, no, that's that's that's. Mate, three first try scorer bets, unheard of. I've never heard of it happening. Natty, it brings my career total to three first try scorers. Well done. I'll never catch you. Never. Not a chance. Let's. Uh, what were your highlights from round three of the NRL? Hey, let me have a look here. So, um, first up, uh, Parramatta were just uh, 
they just blew me away with their professionalism and, and the way they handled the Broncos in that one. Uh, you did tell me that the, the Parramatta Eels would be too good for the Broncos. I didn't listen. I was on the Broncos. I thought um, they were fantastic all, all across the park. Um, Parramatta, I, Ryan Madison, how good is he? Mate, they just they are an incredible footy team when they're on. I, I thought, you know, I, I, as soon as I sat down on Thursday night and they showed both dressing rooms, you could just see Parramatta. They're laughing, giggling, they're slapping each other's asses. Dylan Brown walks out, fucking winks at the camera. You just went, oh my god, they're on here. Dry track, this is over, and they just blew them off the park, didn't they? Yeah, beaming with confidence. And when you've got young blokes like Moses and, like I said, Dylan Brown, um, Mahoney. Uh, confidence is everything. They're on top of the world at the moment, so um, they'll be hard to beat. Mate, the team that really impressed me, uh, well, actually the game that really impressed me, uh, Canberra Raiders, Melbourne Storm. Canberra obviously came home with the chocolates there, but to be honest with you, I thought Melbourne, you know, they, they, they just stumbled at the final step on about three occasions to score a try. I think if they were playing... 50% of the NRL, Melbourne probably win that night. But Canberra's defence, just incredible, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they were definitely on the Raiders. Um, the Storm, they just looked a little bit out of sorts, which was really uncharacteristic for them because usually the Melbourne Storm, they're great off a rest, you know. Um, Bellamy usually has them um, firing for the first round of the season and obviously well, it's not the first round of the season, but it might as well be. Um, I was very surprised, um, taking nothing away from the Raiders. They were incredible. Um, but I just think it just wasn't Storm's day. Um, another team that really impressed me, and it has to be um, the hardest effort on the on the weekend, was the, the Newcastle Knights, 14-0 um, with the Panthers after losing Watson um, and Pierce, and obviously not even having Ponga to start the game. I just thought that was the gutsiest um tie draw ever what, you, what was your thoughts on that game mate could you imagine if that would have happened to the knights three years ago would have been a hundred nil yeah oh big time and look if you're a knights fan you take that as a win that draw you just go yeah that's a, we'll take that as a win because you add in your stars into that team um and they blow panthers off the park I thought it was a really good game to see blokes like Aiden Guerra, Sione Matatatia, Matatatatata, however the fuck you say it. Um, I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it, but go on. I'm confident it's not. Timmy Glasby, you know, th- those guys stepping up and playing close to 80 minutes, each of them, just an incredible effort. Like, once they do get those, you know, your Pierce, your Watsons, your KPs back in, they're one hell of a footy side, aren't they? Oh, big time. And, um, you know, like you said, those young blokes stepping up, Two or three years ago, everyone was um, complaining that the Knights, in their rebuild, you know, they they'd gone for too much of a young side, and there just wasn't any experience. But now they're they're reaping what they sowed. You know, like these young blokes are starting to come up. They've got more experience. They're putting their hand up. I mean, how good are the Saifedi brothers? Yeah, and like especially with those Saifedi brothers, you know, they're pretty much the only two left from the really, really dark days where realistically when that all started, like they weren't ready for first grade. There was just no one else there. And they are just, they are really top class footballers now, aren't aren't they? The one coming off the bench, he's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. They're big boys, mobile fit as well. They, it it really looked like a fit team. Uh, They were getting across the park really well. um, And I thought that's where they sort of held on in that game. The Panthers were running out of gas there. Um, and the Knights were just all over them. Another highlight in that game for me, obviously, was um, seeing my mate Stephen Crichton play at left centre. Doesn't he look dangerous? Ooh, mate, I thought of you. As soon as I saw him 
um, get named. I quickly checked our league to see who had him, um, and I'm surprised to see that you didn't have him. I, I'll be honest with you. I've got I've got to switch my game on a little bit in that draft comp. I've um, you you know what I've done. I'm I'm a moron. I've got my draft comp with my mates, and I've got my draft comp that we're in, and I've got them under two different accounts. Ooh, yeah, rookie, so I keep yeah, I'm mistake. a dickhead. So for for me, when I look at our draft comp, I'm like, oh god, I got to sign out. I have got to type in a new email address. I have got to type in a password. I just look at it and go, fuck, just too hard. But I've I think I've I've got to work out a system because I'm I, I had my first win over the on the weekend. I beat uh, the NRL physio, which I thought was funny, seeing how much you've uh, you've bullied me about all my injuries. Yeah, it was good. Well, mate, that uh, the COVID nineteen attack couldn't have happened at a better time for you and your boys because it's given them a chance to sort of come good. Didn't you guys see it coming? Yeah, no, no, I didn't get the memo. Ah, missed out, mate. I drafted yeah. especially for it. Okay, nice. See, that's good. That's mate, Nostradamus. Mate, let's dive into the games this week. Uh, we've got, on Thursday, we've got Brisbane Broncos up against Sydney Roosters. Now, Brisbane obviously coming off the back of a pretty heavy defeat last week. They're going to be hungry. Um, we've seen some changes to the back row. Obviously, Alex Glenn, captain, has sliced his leg in half. So he's out. He's he's replaced by Ethan Bullimore. I, I haven't seen much of him. Have, have you seen much of him? No. No, I haven't at all. Um, but... I mean, you know what the the Broncos are like. They don't put um they don't put no nobodies in there. That's for sure. I think another big loss, especially super coach wise, for if you didn't have him in classic, you've come out on top, but you're not doing it right. Katoni Staggs, he'll be replaced by Jesse Arthur's. I really like Arthur's, but he's one of those guys that his super coach score doesn't seem to reflect how well he's playing footy. No, and the thing with Arthur's is, and you saw it against Parramatta, he's a smaller body. Um, so when he ran the ball, he sort of got thrown around a lot. Um, he's not bad in defense, but I can just see him um, lacking that potency in um, in the center position. Um, and also, obviously, there's going to be new combinations there. I, I can't see the Broncos getting a win in this one. Yeah, um, and I think, you know, when you have a look at this Rooster side, they've named the same 17 from last week, but uh, 18th man, Takiyahu, 19th Orbison. I think they are almost certainties to come in. Victor Radley's at the judiciary tonight fighting his charge. How do you think Radley will go? Yeah, it's a bit of a toss-up, isn't it? Um, I'll say I'll say he gets off, but yeah, you just don't know, do you? Yeah, it's a hard call, but I, I think we can safely assume that Takiyahu comes into the starting lineup. Collins dra- drops back to the bench. And Orbison will start on the right edge, and Crichton will drop back to the bench. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. That that team, it's it's a sexy team, isn't it? And they were very clinical on the weekend. They were back to their roosters' best. James Tedesco is on another level. He can't be stopped. Um, I thought the Morris boys were just incredible. Brett Morris tracking down um, who made the break. It was Johnson. Johnson tracked him. Put him down. Made another attack um, as well in defense. Oh, I just thought, what are they, 33, 34 years old um, and just still doing it. Josh Morris with a little depth grubber kick uh, in for uh, Kyle Flanagan as, uh, to score as well. Yeah, they looked really good. They played some great footy that night. Let's go to uh, Friday, 6 p.m. we got Penrith up against the New Zealand Warriors. Warriors, mate, what about their game on the weekend? Jesus. Well, with five minutes to go, it was 45 sets from 45 sets. Unbelievable. Broke an NRL record for most completions in a game. It was near perfect. Surprised everyone. I actually tipped the Warriors. I just thought um, 
being away from it was going to work two ways it was either going to be they're away from their families and it's going to rattle them the injuries it's going to rattle rattle them or it's going to give them motivation and cohesion and galvanize that side and it's obviously that's what happened they played amazing um some of those young forwards really stepped up and were putting some hits on and then of course you know you had roger two of doing roger two of things i said to you last week that i couldn't believe CHT wasn't named in the halves, but geez, Cody Nikarima absolutely brained them egg all over my face there. Interesting to see, like, from what I saw last week, the Warriors, they played their Super Bowl last week, so it'll be interesting to see how they back up, you know, after all the high emotions of last week. Um, Carl Walton's been named in the centres. Uh, I don't know about it. Not, it won't be, it won't be great things for attack, but I'll tell you one thing, no one's getting past him. He, he can tackle. He can tackle, yeah. The other bloke that really impressed me for the Warriors, who um, I think I've now got him in all my draft teams, the front rower, JTB. Um, he, he He's a points-per-minute player. I really like the look of him. He happened to stew a bag of meat pie on the weekend. Little bonus there. Yeah, I think he played about 35, 36 minutes, but like you said, when he's on there, he's doing everything. Made like 26 tackles, 13 runs. Yeah, PPM beast. Um, and just to have that sort of burst of energy um, when he's on the field, that's what sort of lifted that team as well. Along with that, Elisa Katoa, he was amazing. Yeah, he's one hell of a footballer. He, you know, he's starting again this week. I'm just having a look at their bench. They've gone with forwards this week, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Does um, does Wade Egan play 80? Yeah, look, I don't know if any of those blokes on the bench can rotate through. I'm trying to look. Could um, they use Lort? Could they move Lawton in and shove someone out? Like does does Papa Leahy or Harris spend some time out there? Maybe. Yeah, that could that could work. Yeah, you could put Harris in the centres. He has played there before. Yeah. Now that you now I think of it, yeah, it's probably what'll happen. Lawton come in, um, and give Egan a rest, and then yeah, Harris just goes out into the centres. Uh, for the Panthers, obviously, you know, we spoke about it last week that we feel very sorry for the next man that has an injury or is suspended or dropped. And unfortunately, it was Brent Naden out in the backs, and I don't think he's getting that jersey back off Stephen Crichton. He's starting again this week. Yeah. Um, he Every time he got the ball, he just looked dangerous. Um, big, rangy, strong. Um, obviously, didn't set the world alight, but it, every time he touched the ball... The uh, commentators were just rubbing one out to him. He's yeah, he's something special, mate. This Penrith forward pack, I could throw a dart at them and hit one that I was impressed with last week. Big, big, all across it. Kurt Capel, how good was he? Yeah. Isaiah Yo keeps impressing. Um, Viliame Kakao, if it's ten meters out, just give him the ball. He'll score every single fucking time. James Fisher Harris, what can we say about him? He just turns. To- toils away. Episode Coruscant. I mean, it's a great side. I'm surprised that they didn't put the sword to the Knights, and it just goes to show you that um, how gutsy the Knights were on the weekend. Yeah, I think a lot of that will come down to the halves. I think they're in for a tough little week up in uh, down there in the mountains. Um, I think Matt Burton... I, I think he probably outplayed Jerome Luai. I, I've got Luai in, in one of my draft teams, and he's, he's really crucial to my side, unfortunately, but Mate, I think moving forward, I would be leaning towards partnering Matt Burton with Nathan Cleary. Yeah, I I, I like the look of um, at Burton and the the fact that he kept calling for the ball, even though he kept missing the the drop goals. Jesus me Christ, that, he was hitting them though. 
it just tells me that he's got all the confidence in his ability. Yeah, he didn't ice the game, but he had enough confidence in him to say, yep, nah, fuck my ball, give it here, I'll have another go. So I like that. Um, but in this game, I just think coming off that 90-minute performance, five-day turnaround, and the Warriors just on a high, I love the $2.60 head-to-head Warriors, and I'll be on them. It's a weird game for me. I don't like. I, I I hate picking a team after they play extra time the week before, but I also hate picking a team after I feel like they're on an emotional high the week before, like the Warriors. So it'll be an interesting game to see how it plays out. Friday, seven fifty-five. Uh, Rabbitohs up against Melbourne. God, I could. I am not jealous of the Rabbitohs this week. Imagine playing Melbourne after a game like last week. Yeah, it's it's all and everybody's saying the same thing. Storm rarely um, lose two in a row. And after that shocking loss, I mean, Bellamy was fucking filthy. Um, there's no way they're losing this game. I must say, when I watched the Rabbitohs last week, I was a little bit disappointed in Adam Reynolds. I sort of felt like he went missing in that game. Yeah, it, it sort of looked like an under-16s halfback. Wasn't sort of taking the line on, wasn't running to the line, wasn't engaging the defense. He was sort of just passing off, giving early ball um, to his centers or his back rowers. And that really helped helps no one. I mean, it gives the defense time to set and um, move up. Uh, he just needs to start running the ball, whether he's carrying an injury, which is probably likely. He's always carrying an injury. But he needs to start running and engaging the line. Interesting on their bench. I thought uh, Tom Amoni last week was one of their better players when he came on the field. He's gone for Patrick Mago. Personally, I would have had Patrick Mago last week. But watching Tom Amoni, I, I thought he had a really good, like really great um, impact when he came on. At one point, I kept saying to the boys, like, who the fuck is this number 19? He is a beast. Tearaway, wasn't he? Breaking tackles left, right, and center. Having two runs a set. Yeah, he was really impressive and just came out of nowhere for me. I didn't even know who he was. Uh, Having a look at the Melbourne side, I see uh, we're missing one Nelson Asafa Solomona. Obviously, uh, Coach isn't a huge fan of the old front row putting in the grubber brain explosion. No good, mate. No good. I'm all for it, personally. I think it's fucking hilarious. But I, if Craig Bellamy was my coach, I would be tearing up my kicking license as a front rower. Not a chance. Um, I, to be honest with you, I thought there'd be more changes to this side. I thought, um, I thought we may see Momorowski come into the centres, but he seems to have stuck with the same backline, and it seems like Nass is pretty much the only casualty, isn't he? Yeah, um, so Nass, I think he got suspended. Um, so that's why he's missing. But yeah, I'm the, on the same matter. I keep looking at this Justin Olam and Marion Seve in the centres, and I keep waiting for another name to be there, whether it be Momorowski or Franco Lee yeah. or um, uh, what's the other bloke, the drug cheat that's just come back? Shandor. Shandor, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> it's a good problem to have. Um but I guess, you know, he's just putting his faith in these guys. Interesting he's gone with Riley Jackson and Brandon Smith off the bench. Yeah. I, how, do you, how do you see that Riley Jacks coming in to the side here? I'm not sure if he plays, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be shocked if he's a late casualty, but yeah, I don't know. I, I actually quite like Riley. I don't know. Like, is he maybe, is he thinking that he brings Jacks on at some point and moves Hughes out to the centers maybe? That's the. I was thinking about it today. That's the only thing I can see happening is, yeah, Hughes moves into the back line and they just give Riley Jacks a go at halfback, uh, maybe towards the end of the halves when, you know, defense is a little bit tired and they're blowing. Um, 
But one thing, if that is the case, that's a great sign either way for some of these forwards like uh, Jesse Bromwich, Dalf Manukin. Um, they should be in for some some decent minutes. I think with a with a five eight like Munster, you could do worse than to have a half back uh, like like Riley Jacks. Just uh, just a calming hand steering the ship. I, I actually quite like him. I don't, I don't mind him. Um, I don't mind Jerome Hughes either. When Hughes is on, um, I think it was was it the first round of the season, round one, um, mate. He had his kicking game was superb. Uh, he had it on a string, and I think Sully. Tulasi Vinavalu went in for a couple of tries off his kicks. So when he's on, he's definitely on. Um, He's just not consistent enough. Let's move to the Saturday. Sorry, where are we? Yeah, Saturday. Oh, there's no early game. It's only 5.30. Oh, because there's a Monday game. Makes sense. Okay. Saturday, 5.30. Parramatta, 1-17, unchanged from last week. No shocks there. Game of the round, this one. This is going to be a cracker. Um... We talked about it last week as well. Uh, Manly, I see them going all the way. I think they are the team to beat. Even though the hype's about um, Parramatta at the moment, I just think um, the Eels just have that premiership feel about that team. Manly's at $2.40. I I am all over that like a rash. I just got movement. $2.40 all day, every day. Get on it now. Put your house on it. Mortgage it up. They will win. I'll tell you what, one of my favourite plays from the weekend was that ball that Jake Trevojevic threw to his brother Tom. I think it was their second try of the day. Jeez, it was a cracking play. They're on another plane of existence, aren't they? Like, they just they just know where the other one is at all times. Tom Trevojevic. Who's, uh, here's a question for you, Guru. Who is the better fullback at the moment, Teddy or Turbo? I still prefer... Look, I'll put it this way. Teddy's the better fullback. Tom Trevojevic is the better footballer, in my opinion. I totally agree. Turbo just has more of that silky ball movement, you know? Um, you can trust him to make a backline play when you need to, whereas, though, if you're going to give Teddy the ball, you know he's going to tuck it and just bust a couple of tackles and try and go himself. I think it also depends with the two of them. Like, if I'm if I'm the Gold Coast Titans, I want Tom Trevojevic every day of the week. If I'm a top eight team with a bit of structure and I know what I'm doing, it's Tedesco for me every day of the week. I think it depends what you're sort of looking for in a fullback. If you've got a decent half and five eight, you want Teddy all day because he's he's everywhere. He's super fit. Um, he's on your hip at all times. Great support player. Um, he's that perfect anytime try scorer because if he doesn't score a try a game this year, I'm dead set not here. Um, that was my that was my multi on the weekend. I had I think it was the the last leg was Roosters 1-12 and fucking Jake Friend decides to uh, be Alfie Langer, put a little grubber in and ruin my day. The Oztag specialist. Jesus, wasn't I filthy? Fuck. Mate, Saturday, 7.30 game. We got the Cowboys up against the Sharks. Speaking of being filthy, mate, I went to cash out my money the other day and I thought, oh, I'll have a look at the Dally M charge. I wonder what Tao Malolo's at. I saw he was at $10 and I thought, oh, my God. That is massive overs. So here I am heavily investing in Taumalolo, checking team list today, and oh my God, I could have pulled into oncoming traffic. Couldn't believe it. Not named. 
but I, he he probably he probably could still win it to be honest, even with the, the week off. He's he's going that well. Bit of bone bruising that happened in the first ten minutes of that game. So obviously he ran for seventy meters in the first half. Everyone was like, "Oh fuck, what's going on here?" Comes back on the second half, two hundred meters with bone bruising in his leg. The bloke is a cyborg. And I posted on my page the other day. He um he ran for one hundred and thirty post contact meters. The Titans pack and their bench combined ran for two sixty. So there, there's nine footballers there ran for 260 and he ran for 130 post contact meters. He is just unbelievable. Yeah, I love the I love the look he's got going on too. The bit longer hair, the the stubble, a bit of a beard happening. He looks more menacing. It's it's working for him. Doesn't look more scary to me. <laughs> um now the other one that I've noticed here, Francis Mollo, was he he didn't start last week, did he? No, no. So um I think so Josh Maguire moves down to the 13 to cover Tom Lalo and then Molo comes in to um, fill that gap. Good little plug-and-play there. I really like him. Great, great one-week play, Molo. Um, I think he scored about 44 last weekend, so he'll get a bump. If he doesn't get mid-50s, I'm not here. Another one that I really... Well, I've liked him for, for two years. I can't believe the Dragons let him go, uh, especially with the way the game's going with, you know, you look at all the good teams. They've all got running hookers, and St. George let Reese Robson leave the building. Blows me away. Only a matter of time until Reese Robson starts with the nine on his back and gets the fair share of minutes there in the middle. Great little footballer. Let's look at the Sharks. Uh, changes, obviously, Chatty Townsend's injured, so my boy Matty Moylan. Hey, what do you think of Moylan? I, I was pretty impressed. Um, look, it's coming back. It, it, obviously, he was a little bit rusty, but he, he got involved pretty early and often. Um, so, it just... He's a great footballer. We all know what he can do. He's just got to stay healthy. It's as simple as that. I'll tell you what, I was having an absolute heart attack at home when I saw him warming up 10 minutes before halftime. So he came on for 10 minutes. He went inside. He sat down for 15 minutes at halftime. Then he came back on. Then he came off. Then he came back on. If I had a bloke with chronic hamstring injuries, you're not warming up, warming down, warming up, warming down, are you? Boys, can we just keep him on the bike? Keep the legs turning, please. I was terrified. Yeah. Mate, um, a few things with the Sharks that I noticed on the weekend. You got Josh Dugan um, at center. He's a great pickup if he's on waivers, because um, when he's healthy, he's also a fantastic super coach scorer. But if you've got Sione Katoa, get rid of him. He'll never get the ball outside, Josh. He's got glue on his hands, doesn't he? Big time. Just loves to tuck it and run. I think um, probably more so when Moylan gets to play uh, fullback. Obviously, he's playing 5-8 this week, so he'll be on the left side. Sean Johns will stay on the right. I think once Moylan does move back to fullback, I think he's going to unlock uh, Jesse Ramian quite a bit. Yeah, I think um, I think he'll unlock both the centers because, uh, obviously, you've just got another set of hands. That's It's like having a second 5-8. So um, they will look very dangerous um, sweeping both sides of the field for the Sharks. Um, he'll have inside, outside. Um, he can, you know, Sean Johnson can use Moylan inside ball to um, Britain Acora. Like, I mean, the, it's just fucking a plethora of um, opportunities there for the back line. I'm really looking forward to seeing that left edge this week. They'll have Moylan, they'll have Wade Graham, Josh Dugan, just strike everywhere, isn't there? Yeah. So, and also, so if that's the left of them, they'll come, be coming up against East End Masters. Now, Masters has been. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. ...to make some bonehead plays in defense. So it's not a bad plug for some guys in that left-hand um, attack for the Sharks for an anytime try scorer, maybe Josh Dugan. Uh, Connor Tracy is on the bench at 14. Tracy's a guy that I really like. I'm interested to see how they use him. Do you think he comes on with Braley, or do you think he comes on and plays in the halves and Moreland goes to fullback? How do you think they'll use him? Yeah, look, I don't like it if they use him in the middle. I'd rather see him um, push into the six and then William Kennedy probably come off. That makes more sense to me. Um, or he might even give Matt Moylan a break. They might be just easing Moylan back. Uh, another bloke on the bench, he's a uh, he's a local junior in my area, uh, Talakai. Good to see him get a start again. He sort of was a bit lost in the wilderness for a while there. Yeah, um, yeah, he's a likely type, isn't he? He gets on, does a lot of work. Um, it's actually a great bench, isn't it? Braden Hamill, Lueli, Talakai, Sorensen. Yeah, no, very good. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this game? Look, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Cowboys. Um, but, you know, the Sharks might be looking for a bounce back here. Yeah, mate, I think um, I think Sharks are going to have to play desperate footy here, and that's just so dangerous. But uh, the Cowboys are better than what I thought they'd be, to be honest with you. Uh, I think Val Holmes, I didn't think he'd be... Like, I knew he'd be good, but I didn't think he'd be as good as he is right now. Just his his soft hands and his quick touches he's got, like, the way that they play, he, he's he's close to the perfect fullback for them. Um but I think without Tao Malolo, it's ju- it's just such a loss. You you don't even know what they're going to look like, do you? No, exactly. And if you know if Josh McGuire can lift um, Hess, you know some of these guys can really lift and and um, take that burden that's left from Tom Malolo not being there. That'll give them a great chance of winning this game. You know who really impresses me? Scott Drinkwater. Yeah, he's um, a footballer. The isn't hype he? is real. The hype yeah. is fucking real. He was all over that game on the weekend. Um, his super coach score does not reflect how well he played in that game. Yeah, and mate, the halfback impressed me too, Jake Clifford. You know, he, he's had a lot of raps on him as a young bloke, but he really impressed me last week. I think I think for Cronulla, though, I think like he's extremely underrated, Chad Towns, and he's such a good seven. And I think they're really going to miss him. It's going to be interesting to see between Moylan and Johnson, who um, who's Batman and who's uh, uh, Robin this weekend. Yeah, I, do, I don't like the the combination straight up. It's the sort of combination that you think this will be good in five, six weeks' time. You know what I mean? So that sort of tips it to the Cowboys for me. Um, I still think it'll be quite an attacking game, um, a good one to watch. Let's move to Sunday, 4 o'clock. Got the Canberra Raiders up against the Newcastle Knights. Um, as I said before about Penrith, I hate being a team that's gone into extra time the week before and I think like I love what Newcastle did last week but to, to back it up again against a team like the Raiders who are going to be flying high after coming back from Melbourne it's a tough gig isn't it yeah um, I don't think they'll have much in the tank after last week uh, and look the Raiders the Raiders literally outstormed the storm so 
They're a very clinical side. George Williams played out of his fucking skin. Um, the Fords got involved um, beyond belief. So I, there's no way in my head that um, Raiders don't come away of this one with a win. Still no sign of Johnny Bateman on the team list. Interesting to see that Rapano has gone back to the bench after playing last week. I mean, uh, you brought it up last week that you liked that from Coach Ricky Stewart. I don't think I can uh, disagree with you. It just shows that he's given you know loyalty to the blokes that have that have done the preseason, have done the work, that have trained in the position. Um, and for a player, you have to respect that. You're like right, you know, he's not just buying some bloke from Japan and just gonna punt me. He's gonna give Bailey Simmonson the chance to keep his spot by playing well in that position. And yeah, fuck kudos. I'm really excited to see Andrew McCulloch play. I think he's gonna be the perfect fit for the Knights. I think he's gonna. I think. Um, Api Kurosawa is the perfect fit for Cleary. I think Andrew McCulloch is going to be the perfect fit for Mitchell Pearce. There's not going to be any fucking around in the play of the ball. It's going to be clean ball when Pearce needs it. 100%. Um, straight off the deck, the ball will be out in front. Um, he's going to tackle all day. Uh, like I said, perfect fit. What do you think is going to happen with Tex Hoy? Is he going to come on in the later stages of both halves and sort of give McCulloch a rest. I, I can't. If that's the case, I can't see Tex Hoy playing more than twenty minutes. So you know, you might get sixty minutes out of McCulloch. I, I, I personally think I don't think Te- I, I think when Tex comes on, I don't think he'll play hooker. I've got a feeling he might go to six, and they might move Kurt Mann in there. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, that makes that makes sense because um, Kurt Mann has played a bit of hooker. Yeah, that that works. But I mean, it, yeah, if if. <laughs> Oh, it's tough because when Connor Watson comes back, surely there isn't a spot for Tex Hoy in that team then, right? No, I don't think so, mate. I, I think he's he's there because of there's so many injuries. Um, and to be honest, I'll be surprised if Mitchell Pierce plays um, this week. That was a pretty solid um, concussion, and he'll be he'll be fighting the clock for that concussion protocol. I think I think it's six days, six days for the concussion protocol. Yeah. Um, so I'll be surprised if he plays, but mate, how good was Bradman best? Yeah, mate, he he can play, and I um, I had him on my podcast at the start of the year, mate. The nicest bloke you could ever meet, and um, he's big, he's big, he's fit, he's keen to get involved. I think he made like granted they played ninety minutes, but I think he made like twenty two runs at center. That's unheard of. Yeah, no, he's uh he. He had spiders on him the other day, and I mean, he you know he came up with a match-winning play. If if bloody Edric Lee, he, he he's got feet for hands sometimes, doesn't he? Oh fuck! It's mate, it, it's like clockwork. Lee dropping ball. You go, he well he caught the last one, so chances are he's dropping this bad boy. Now I've uh, I've put one guy on notice in this team. He's in every one of my draft teams, and I'm up to my wits end with him. Herman Sasa. I need him to get some minutes this week, or he's uh, he's out on his ass. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it, with Tim Glasby on the bench there? We talked about it last week. Um, it's funny that CSE starts, but Glasby gets the fair majority of the minutes at 13. Um, it's funny how they work it that way, but, um, yeah, mate, uh, you've got you've got the Saifidi boys, um, Aiden Guerra, um, Shani Matayutai, he's they're both going to get 80. So, David Clemens is going to get his 65, 70 minutes. So, not much left over in the tank there for Herman Sase, but mate, give him one more chance. See how you go, mate. I, I I wish Herman would would leave and go somewhere else. I I think he's an absolute star that's being wasted there. Mate, if I were you, I'd be trading up for Daniel Saifidi. 
get rid of Herman and get Daniel Sorafidi. I think he's one of one of the top waiver claims um, this week, apart from Harry Grant if he's still out there. But Daniel Sorafidi playing 50-plus minutes, um, that just equals points. Uh, the bloke that impressed me last week for Canberra and, you know, obviously impressed the world, Georgie Williams. There was a ball that he threw to um, to Nick Kotrick out on the wing to score that, fuck, find me a better pill this year and I'll give it away. Yeah, you won't see a better pass. Um, that was pinpoint accuracy right on the bread basket, bang. Try time, um, and that's what you want to see from your halfback. Uh, complete opposite. So you, if you take him and you compare him, to Adam Reynolds' game on the weekend, um, George Williams was just attacking the line, just one after the other. And he didn't care if he was just t- taking a hit up. He wanted the defense to know that he's willing to slice through the line. And it sort of it sort of made them, so, you know, take a step back and give him some space and sort of they're a bit wary about what he was going to do with his feet. And that gave him the time to just put on some of these um, perfect passes. Let's move to uh, Sunday, 6.30. Why on earth are we playing games at 6.30 on a Sunday night? Blows me away. It'll be okay this week because we've got the public holiday. But last week, uh, why on earth are we doing this? Yeah, I was, it was weird. I was re- all ready for the 2 o'clock game um, on Sunday. I, I was uh, out of gas it, by 6.30. I was done. Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, threw me out big time. Um, but uh, do you know why they're doing it? Like, I've got no idea. I imagine there would be... Some reason from the NRL that makes no fucking sense whatsoever, as per usual. Get it through your head. Daytime footy is better. It's better to watch. It's better better to play. Everything about it's better. Thirty Sunday, we've got the Gold Coast Titans. We've got the West Tigers. Uh, is this West Tigers by how many? Start everyone. Um, if any of these Tigers are on the fucking waiver, get them. Get them in your side. Captain them um, because the Titans are rubbish. This Titans side... Um, Tyrone Roberts, he returns at fullback. I think we spoke last week. I think we both prefer Phil Sammy at fullback. But uh, I really like Tyrone Roberts, but I think he's got halfback written on his his forehead. Um, Aaron Clark starts at nine. So Mitch Rain and Nathan Pete started the year. Then Pete started last week. Rain was out of the team. Now they're both out of the team. Um, it's obviously um, Holbrook. He's looking for players that want to have a dig. <laughs> you know, Um Put your hand up, boys. Who wants to actually fucking have a dig in one of these games? Um, so he's he's just swinging the axe. And good on him um, because it was pretty embarrassing from the Titans um, on the weekend. Um, so, look, the only shining light I can see there for the Titans is Jai Arrow getting decent minutes. He's a workhorse. And Big Mo. Now, with um, with who's missed out? There's a couple of big boppers that have... Yeah, Jared yeah, Wallace. Yeah, Jared Wallace hasn't made the side. Joy Whitbread. Um, the Donatron's out. Yeah. So, look, I, I, I like Big Big Mo for about 60 minutes in this game. So, another one. If he's out there, grab him. And, mate, when you look at that bench, he's got Tana Boyd halfback and he's got young Tana Mopaya a winger. So, mate, the minutes are going to be galore for Big Mo. Big, big minutes. We talked about it last week. We said, go get him. He fucking put 87 points on. I went and got him and he was fantastic. Jeez. I was licking my lip. It's an interesting bench, isn't it? I'm, I'm not sure how... I, sure, sure, surely there's going to be late changes to this side. Who knows? Who fucking knows? But I, all I know is anyone that's breaking that first line of defense and they're coming up against Tyron Roberts at the back is just, yeah, they're, they're counting their chickens right away. That's try time before they even get to him. We spoke about that earlier. The West Tigers rake Harry Grant. Uh, scored 80 
uh, the other day. They, you know, he scored a try. They also gave him a line break for that, which blew me away. So he ended up scoring, what did he score, 80, 17? So he ended up scoring like 52 points in 63 minutes in base, essentially. Um, I, I personally think, I said it last week, I think it's a matter of time till he plays 80 minutes. I think probably hurts him how well Billy Walters did when he came on last week. But, I mean, if you've got a guy like Grant, I, I think he has to play 80 eventually. I was thinking the same thing. So Billy Walters came on and he played out of his skin. Um, his runs at a dummy half, they could not contain him. He obviously knows that Harry Grant is the favourite child, the golden boy, and he wants to keep his spot in the side. So as long, I think as long as he's putting up performances like that, they can't get rid of him. And that's that's a worry for Harry Grant owners. For sure. I'd, uh, I'd love to see them put a real cricket score on the Titans this week and maybe give uh, give Benji a spell and let uh, Walters go on and play six and leave Harry Grant there for 80. He could put on a real score against the Titans if he does 80 here. I think there's going to be big scores. I mean, what David Nofalum is going to do against the Titans is a scary thought. And I'm sure BJ Leilua will, uh, will show up for a uh, for a team low on the ladder. I hope so. He's in one of my sides, so um, fucking do something, BJ. I'll tell you what, mate. I was stoked when I turned the telly on and... Um, Old Lucy Leilua had gone to the other side. I just went, oh, thank fuck. Now they both can't get dropped. Thank God. Well, they've seen, yeah, they've seen the writing on the wall there um, because they're both terrible defenders. Um, they've split them up, which um, which definitely works. Um, but so who's playing on the left half? Is that Luke Brooks? Yeah, Luke Brooks is playing left and Benji's playing right side. See, I like that for Lucy. I yeah. like Lucy running off. Um, I think that's a better fit. What you said last week about him being told to uh, put the offloads away, he really has. I, I watched it a lot closer this week. He's not even really looking for it, is he? Nah, nah, nah. Um, he's obviously just wants to get through his tackles and runs, but he's still very dangerous when he runs the ball, um, strong up top. And for a bloke that really doesn't look like a professional footballer, he's pretty fit. Yeah, mate, he... he when you look at him, he doesn't pass the eye test in any way, shape, or form, but he, no. mate, he's, he's got a tank on him. Yeah, and I, I think he continues to play 80 minutes, so that's um, that's good news for owners. Uh, Monday, we've got 4 o'clock, Bulldogs versus the Dragons. Um, fuck, mate. mate if, if, I, if, if I was to wake so up stuck, on Monday morning and my TV was stolen, I don't think I'd care. I was about to say, if I wasn't so starved of fucking football, I'd give this a miss, but because I just want everything in my eyeballs at the moment. I'll be watching it. But, yeah, I don't, and I don't know who to tip in this game. They're both just as bad as each other. The Dragons, they've made some changes here. Um, Corey Norman to fullback. Hunt's gone to six. Adam Clune, I have you seen much of him? I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a sneaky fan. Yeah, look, um, tough time to get your call up, isn't it? Um, not expecting much. He, he's a great footballer. But, um, yeah, look, this team is under severe pressure. Um, I'm not even – I don't even know if this is the, the, the right move. Corey Norman at fullback really doesn't um, tickle my fancy either. Um, the only thing um, I can say for the Dragons is Josh Kerr coming in at the eight. He is a beast. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Josh Kerr. He's, you know, how, how many minutes do you see him playing there? Uh, with that with that bench, so you've got – you and Aiken and Isaac Luke on the mm. bench. I think he gets a fair chunk of minutes, 55 minutes probably. Um, I can't see James Graham playing many minutes. Uh, Paul Vaughan will get his 50 minutes. Trent Marin's not likely to come on and play a lot of minutes. Um, so, look, 
that bench spells good things for Josh Kerr. And he looks, every time he runs the ball, he's got one arm free for an offload. Um, he loves a tackle break. So uh, if he's out there, if he's, he's, a way, he's a way of a target for sure. Um, and then with Cameron McInnes, how good was he on the weekend? Um, just tackling everything that moved. He's definitely hasn't lost any fitness throughout his injury. Um, but you've got Isaac Luke on the bench. So I'm guessing that Luke comes on at some stage and McInnes moves back to 13. I can't see them benching McInnes at all. I can't see them benching him, but like the way the modern game is moving, I think the tackle bot hooker is going to be dead soon. Yeah, yeah. Look, unless unless you've got unless you've got someone that's just can put in a performance at the 79th minute as well as he's put it on the, in the first minute. Um, yeah, look, the games the game's too quick, um, and you can see it with Cameron McInnes's attack. He had nothing in attack. I mean, he made all these points um, in tackles and because he was just so fucking gassed from defense, he just really had nothing to offer in um, in attack. So, yeah, you, you, coach, I wouldn't have an 80-minute hooker in the modern game. I would always have um, your steadfast nine that you start with and then someone to come on later in the half that can inject some... Um, some energy, a spark like the Tigers did with Billy Walters um, because defences are just out on their fucking feet towards the end of the half, um, especially if they've copped a couple of these six agains. Um, yeah, there's so much space in the middle. Um, and if you can make that interchange right and get it right, um, yeah, it, it, it can be a, a coaching masterclass. Mate, it shit me beyond belief. I put up a post on the weekend saying... Um... How, how good Reese Robson's going to be and how the Dragons would regret letting him go. And I had all these Dragons fans commenting, oh, we've got Cam McInnes. It's like, fuck, do any of you watch footy on the weekend? Can you see the way the game is moving? The rules are literally pointing to have an attacking hooker. Like, I just, I you know, I love Cam McInnes, but the game is moving away from Cam McInnes. He needs to add a little bit more to his game, in my opinion. I, you know, if I had Reese Robson in my club, I would have held on to him and I probably would have turned Cam McInnes into a lock because I just think you need an attacking hooker. That's the way the game is moving. Yeah, big time. And I mean, um, defense is your staple skill for a hooker. All hookers should have it. Um, but because you like, I mean, take Damien Cook, for example. He can tackle all day, but he's got that fucking attacking flair that just adds another dimension to the side's attacking ability. And you're right, mate. That's exactly what they need. Mate, that doesn't sound like Dragons fans. Normally, they're they're steadfast. They're not very sensitive. Mate, I... Yeah, I mean... Hey, you made 73 tackles. Sweet. You lost 18-0 to a reserve-grade side that hasn't been home in two months. It's like, fuck, what? Yeah, yeah. stats are good, but do you want wins? Like, you, you've... Uh, I don't know. Mate, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm too harsh on Cam McInnes. I, I really like him as a footballer, but I think he's got to add a little bit to his game. They've got forwards that win the ruck, like Paul Vaughan, Tyson Frizzell, Tariq Sims, but they don't take advantage of it. They, he shelves it straight out to the halves, and they just go sideways. It's just... I don't know. It just looks like an absolute shit fight. I, I, I don't know what they've done for the last six months. Yeah, and look, and you've got that on top of the fact that once Ben Hunt and Cora Norman get the ball, they do nothing with it. Um, they're not they're not testing the attack, the defense. They're not. Uh, they just, just the kicks that Hunt was putting up, no chases, height to the ball, nothing. I just thought you're just going through the motions. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, not good at all, mate. I, look, if the dogs can 
put up one of those gritty performances that they've been known to put up, they'll they'll beat the Dragons here. The the thing that makes me lean towards the Bulldogs is getting Foran back. I think, you know, and you know, Kieran Foran is so far past his best, but you can watch the way that he plays as a half this weekend, and it's gonna blow out of the water what you saw from Ben Hunt and Corey Norman last week. He will be in the face of the Dragons in every every time he gets the ball, he'll be just at them, at them and at them and at them. And that's why that's why he's had so many injuries in his career, is because he, he's a tough footballer and he plays tough. Um, you know, he's a run first, pass later kind of kind of player. And mate, if he's feeling good, he will definitely test the Dragons' defense in this game. Uh, Bulldogs are obviously in trouble last week against a red hot Manly. I must say, there was two guys that really impressed me. They came off the bench, um, Tuamonga and Fitala Mariner. I thought they were great when they got on the field. We had a chat about um, RFM last week, um, and were surprised that he wasn't playing in the back row there. Um, I really thought that he'd get the nod over Dean Britt. He is and has been a great player for the Bulldogs. And look, I've given up trying to, to understand how Dean Pay works his side. All I know is Big Ray should be on there and playing 80. Uh, Dean Britt, he was one that I saw him on the waiver in a few comps and sort of thought, oh, I had a look at his base in his previous games where he's played big minutes and he looked like he was, he was destined to get 40 or 50 points. Come up with 34, very disappointing. Yeah, look, he's got a young head on him. Um, it's just going to take time for him to sort of warm into the NRL and warm into. I know he had some some games um, for the Bunnies, but um, yeah, he's just pr- still pretty raw. Made some mistakes on the weekend, um, bit of drop ball. So, like I said, he should be coming off the bench, just injecting some some electricity, some energy, and just have Raymond Fatella Mariner in there, just running hard straight lines. For uh, for classic players, Fui Mayano has dropped out of their team. I, I know a few people would have had him on their bench. I'd be holding him for now. I think it's a matter of time until this Dragons team has another fucking 10 changes, and I'm sure he's going to feature in it at some point. He's a bloke that he just has a dig, doesn't he? Oh, big time. I mean, these both these sides, they're the merry-go-rounds. Um, players are going to be in and out of these sides all year. Um, it's, just, it's just how it goes. It's just how the coaches, they freak out. Um, they make... Uh, split decisions on on players and you just scratch your head um but yeah i mean he's not worth the trade out that's for sure off the top of your head who are you looking at as your vice captains and your skippers for this week Mm, okay so look gotta be looking at the tigers someone in the tigers for a captain i do look if you're chasing points um i love david nofaluma for a captain harry grant could be a captain choice there as well um Anyone in the Tigers there, they're going to go big. But I think for your safe options... I really like uh, I really like Payne Haas this week. Well, actually, sorry. Every Assuming week. every week, yeah. But if, especially if Victor Radley doesn't get off this suspension, if he's not there this week, that'll leave the Roosters' middle a lot weaker than usual. And I would be backing in Payne Haas to go absolutely berserk there. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, he is a set-and-forget captain. You really don't need to worry about it too much. Just put the C on him. Get your 80 points. As long as he's going to continue to play 80 minutes, he will get at least 80 points every game. You don't have to worry about him going below that. Um, but to be honest, man, Tom Travojevic, Um If I had a pick of anyone, I'd be, I'd be putting the C on Tom Travojevic. I just think he is next level, and he will really worry the Eels this week, and I think um, the Eagles win on the back of that. 
I think uh, some sneaky little VC options would obviously be the Penrith left edge up against New Zealand. You've got Kikau, Crichton, and Joshy Mansell. Mansell's averaging like 65, but he hasn't got a meat pie yet. He's back. The source is back. I mean, this is this is what he, we know him for. This is why we love him. He doesn't need tries. He's just running, busting tackles. It's just sexy as fuck, isn't it? Yeah, I, I really like that left edge for Penrith. There's actually there, there's my my main draft comp. I've got Kickout, Crichton, and Mansour. I am just sitting, and I've got uh, Jerome Luai too. I've literally got that whole edge. Well, no wonder you're, you're hoping they light it up. Tell me about it. They they copped a few first tries the other day. Thank God, Kickout got it done. Well, talk to me. What's some first try scorers? Uh, let let me and your listeners in on um on the on the secrets, mate. Uh, cool. Brisbane Roosters got no idea. I really like Mansour to score the first try against the Warriors. Uh, I think that edge will be humming. I'll be taking Mansour. Um, Melbourne game. I think Ryan Pappenhausen. I, it blows me away. He hasn't scored a meat pie yet. I'll be taking him first try. I think he's going to have a big game against the Rabbitohs. Him and Munster. I'm expecting them to really light it up. I'm at a manly. I don't know. I think I might leave that one. Cowboys Cronulla. I don't mind Kyle Felt. He's always good for a first try, isn't he? He is. It's just while Morgan's out, um, the attack seems to be swinging down the the left. The left edge, Scottie yeah, that's fair. So yep. they might go Ben Hampton in that one. I love me some Benny Hampton. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah, mate, I, I, I love, I think, uh, for the Raiders, I don't mind Elliot Whitehead this week up against the Knights. Left edge defense. Yeah, nice little short ball to Elliot Whitehead. And I think Tigers, mate, if, if if those absolute Muppets have Harry Grant sitting at $40-plus dollars again, everyone get on it, please. He is I, a running I, hooker. You didn't even see the best of his game the other day. He is, after Damien Cook, he will be the next best running hooker in rugby league. I'll have about six anytime try scorers in this game, all Tigers, all in the same game multi. I'll be loading up. Mate, it's been good having you on again. I look forward to uh, our preview for round five. Which game are you most excited for this weekend? It's going to be the Eels and Manly. Yeah. Um, fuck. It's, it, it hurts me to say that Manly is one of the most exciting teams in the comp at the moment. But, um, yeah, they look the goods, mate. Can't disagree with you. Mate, have a good weekend. Enjoy your footy, and I'll uh, catch you next week, yeah? Too easy, brother. See you, mate. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.